Hi and welcome to the We Are Zion Sermon Podcast. We are a local church based here in Chennai, India. We are so glad you are with us and hope that this will encourage, inspire and instill fresh faith in you. As we enter this new year, our theme for the year is Catch the Wind. Our desire is that through this year, each of us will live completely reliant on the Holy Spirit and will follow him wherever he leads. We have Jaren Nicholas teaching us that in the Holy Spirit, we find the right words to speak, get deeper understanding of the scriptures and have him bear witness to us on all things true. Hello everyone. It is good to be with all of you again. Um so today we kick off the third segment in our series Catch the Wind. Uh, so we're going to be focusing on the Holy Spirit as our teacher or to be or to be taught by the Holy Spirit. So uh that is what uh the goal of this what we're going to be talking about today. Um before we uh, start the message, I'm going to say a word of prayer and then uh, we'll go from there, okay? Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for today. Thank you for giving us uh the privilege is uh, privilege of gathering together online. We thank you that uh, what brings us together today, what binds us together is uh, your name and that uh, we are bound together in your love, Lord. So thank you for bringing us together. Uh thank you that um wherever it is that we are gathered that we are able to uh, gather in safety and that uh, you are with us wherever we are and that um we know that uh, we are never without you so father as i speak today i ask that uh, you would give me the words to speak that holy spirit that uh, you would teach me the words to speak and that uh, you would uh, give me the courage to be obedient to what you speak to me And Father, we ask that uh, the words are spoken uh, will penetrate the hearts of the people that are listening, and Lord, that uh, we would hear from you, and that uh, these words would uh, lead us to change, Lord, and uh, would uh, focus on you and not us, Lord. So, help the words that are spoken today shine a light on you and none other. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So, and so we're doing the third message in our series catch the wind as uh, so to the we're focusing on the holy spirit as teacher or to be taught by the holy spirit uh, we're going to be focusing on uh, three separate passages today all kind of but all within the certain theme of the holy spirit as teacher um so we'll just uh, get going so the first one we're going to focus on is john chapter 14 and this is verses 26 and 27 i'm going to read it from the niv but the advocate the holy spirit whom the father will send in my name will teach you all things and will remind you of everything i have said to you peace i leave with you my peace i give you i do not give to you as the world gives do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid so this is john chapter 14 verses 26 and 27 so <clears throat> uh this sometimes is known as the farewell discourse as in as uh, Jesus is looking to the cross and beyond the cross he is wanting to give his disciples instructions on what to do when he leaves so this is kind of like the instructions he's giving them as he's bidding them farewell as he looks toward um the upcoming passion his cross his suffering and then uh, ultimately his ascension so he wants to let them know that when he leaves uh the advocate uh, the holy spirit it's going to come and the holy spirit will teach them everything and will remind them um uh, of uh, whatever he's spoken to them so it says teach you all things okay so 
Um, simple fact. So it says that you'll be taught or he will teach you all things, meaning that we really don't know everything. So we, there is always something that we can learn. So we don't know everything. So we need to be taught these things. We need to be taught all things. So the Holy Spirit will teach us all things. So we don't know everything. There's always something that we can be taught by the Holy Spirit. Um, so even, I mean, no matter what stage you are in your walk with Jesus, no matter how long it's been, uh, there's always this opportunity to be taught. There's always this opportunity to grow and uh, no more. So we don't know everything. So we, the Holy Spirit will teach us all things. So that's one. Um, so now here, Jesus is clearly speaking directly to the apostles, right? He's telling them the advocate will come and will teach them all things and remind them of the things that he has spoken. Um, so now one interesting fact is um, this uh, promise being played out is one of the reasons we have scripture. Um, the New Testament writers were reminded uh, of all the things that Jesus said uh, and um, they were taught the understanding of those things by the Holy Spirit, and therefore we have a scripture. So scripture is one wonderful gift uh, that we have because this worked out in the lives of the apostles. Uh, the Holy Spirit clearly reminded them of what Jesus had said and gave them understanding of those things after he had ascended to heaven. And, uh, and now then they wrote them down, and we have uh, those things. So now, is this just for the apostles? Um, I think so. This was spoken directly to them. So they were there in the midst of Jesus. So they heard everything he said. And so they could be reminded of the things that he physically, verbally said to them, right? Um, so we don't have Jesus physically standing around us. So what does it mean to us? So we have scripture, right? Scripture is the words of Jesus. Uh, it is the teachings of Jesus. And, um, the apostles recorded for us. So it is inspired of God. And we see it is inspired because the Holy Spirit reminded them of these things, gave them understanding, taught them all these things. And we have that recorded in scripture. So for us, listening to the words of Jesus would be reading scripture and being reminded of the things in scripture. So that is how this would play out in our lives. Uh, it applies to the apostles, but also applies to us because we have a record of the things Jesus said. Uh, we have a record of his teachings and what his teachings meant. Um, so for us, in this case, it is a scripture really that the Holy Spirit will use to remind us. So, um, And what does to be reminded mean? Uh, what does to remember mean in this context? Kind of want to dwell on that for a little bit. Um, Remember here, or being reminded here, uh, it's not a fleeting, uh, you remember something and you kind of move on. It's not something as trivial as, uh, oh, I remember I ate a uh, dose of a breakfast uh, when you're about to have lunch. It's nothing where it comes to your mind and goes away. Um, remembering here is uh, something a bit more involved. Uh, it is a when you're reminded something, there is a call to respond to what you are being reminded of. So this biblical remembrance is uh, something that always um, causes you causes us to respond, or that we something that we should respond to when we're reminded of. So, what could be possible responses? Right. So here we have um, this promise that uh, 
the Holy Spirit will remind us. So we we are not the apostles there, but do we as Christians know uh, the way this works out is through Scripture. So the Holy Spirit will remind us of Scripture. And a little caveat on that is like it says that it will remind us of the things that Jesus said. Um, the way we read the things that Jesus said or understand those things is by reading Scripture. It's um, God's word to us. So if we are to be reminded of something, the idea is that we knew it at some point so we can be reminded of it. So for us to know Scripture, to be reminded of it when we need to by the Holy Spirit, there is this responsibility that I feel that is built in here where we are to read the Scripture, right? Uh, it is... Uh, crucial that we are to engage with scripture and read scripture it is a crucial that it's a daily discipline uh, i'm really speaking more to myself here than anyone else because uh, it is something that i many times struggle with but yeah reading through this it really um imprinted on me the necessity or the crucial aspect that is uh, scripture in our lives and developing a daily discipline for it so that we when we know scripture um, we can be reminded of it by the Holy Spirit at the moments that we need it. This is not to say that God or the Holy Spirit can't remind us of things that we have not or speak to us of things that we do not know. But I feel like there is that responsibility kind of built into this that we are to read the scripture so that we know what it says so that we can be reminded of it. So uh, now back to the idea of biblical remembrance. So biblical remembrance always... Uh, initiates a response from the person that is being reminded of something. So in that case, uh, us. so what are these, What do these responses look like? What are some of the examples of these responses? So first one is uh, that you could be moved to an action, right? Uh, maybe you are weighing a couple of actions, a couple of decisions, uh, maybe a couple of life steps, and uh, the Holy Spirit reminds you of a certain... Uh, passage of scripture, maybe a certain saying of Jesus, or um, maybe something you read in the Bible, and uh, the way, and when he reminds you of that, your understanding from that will might give you direction to take action, mean maybe choose a particular path, or do something particular. So, um, so sometimes when the Holy Spirit reminds us, it uh, moves us, there are responses a move to action. Another example is maybe you will be moved to repent. Uh, we find ourselves in situations where uh, after we do something um, in hindsight, or maybe maybe we didn't know, or maybe we did something intentionally, uh, after the whatever has, was done has taken place, the Holy Spirit might remind us of uh, a certain passage of scripture or something from scripture and that uh, whatever he has chosen to remind us of brings conviction uh, of uh, what has just happened. So when that happens, I think our response is to ask for forgiveness and repent uh, because we have been convicted of something that uh, we chose to do. Uh, so repenting could be a response to something that uh, you're reminded of by the Holy Spirit. Uh, another one could be, could be just... Uh, a moment where your faith is renewed. Um, maybe it's just a normal day and you're reminded of something from scripture uh, or the Holy Spirit I mean, uh, reminds you of something and gives you or illuminates that scripture for you in your, uh, in your setting or where you are. And even if you are not 
particularly going through a difficult time, it might be a moment where uh, your faith is renewed, where you are encouraged uh, that uh, the one true God is uh, thinking about you and that, that you are important, that uh, the Holy Spirit to him, that the Holy Spirit would choose to remind you of something that uh, renews your faith. Um, another circumstance could be uh, that you are moved to uh, I, it, uh, when I was reading, it said that you'd been moved to a new obedience, as in, I mean, we as Christians are striving to be obedient in all areas of our life. And I think as we continue to walk um, with God, um, there may be moments where we are reminded by um, the Holy Spirit through Scripture uh, that there are areas in our life that where maybe we are not um, seeking to be obedient like some of the other areas. So now this might cause us to include these areas in obedience to him. A um, couple examples that kind of worked out in my life is, um, so the first one is a memory I have from when I was 16 or 17 when I was in high school. So take this with a pinch of salt. Um, so I went to high school and we had a very uh, interesting project for ninth or 10th graders. It was called the marriage project. Okay. So we were in a class called health and we were paired with uh, a girl from our class. And so we were quote unquote married for that project. And so it was kind of like a project to tell you all the logistical aspects that go into a marriage. Um, so we had to come up with a household budget, figure out how many children we have, uh, careers, and so on and so forth. Uh, so I was paired with the uh, kind of acquaintance, uh, maybe a little bit of a friend. Uh, but as I went through the project, I ended up working on the entire project by myself uh, for reasons I don't know. Um, she did not work on the project with me, so I ended up doing all the work by myself. Uh, when I submitted it, uh, both our names were on it submitted it. But after I submitted, I'm not sure if it was when I got back the grade or if I just thinking about the project, uh, the Holy Spirit reminded me of this scripture where it says, do not be, do not be unequally yoked with the non-believer. And the girl was uh, not a follower of Jesus. So, but when the Holy Spirit reminded me of that picture and I looked at my situation, how difficult it had been uh, to go to the project and do everything on my own within the context of this, uh, marriage to a non-believer it, it really kind of impressed on me and really stuck with me uh, so from then on anytime a, a girl came across my radar the first question was always is she a christian does she follow jesus so i'm happily married for almost 13 years now so i did find that christian girl that i was looking for uh, but that when that happened that really impressed on me so Holy Spirit reminded me of his scripture, illuminated what it meant for me at that time, and gave me some understanding of what it might feel like. So, and then uh, other moments, I think sometimes in my early 20s, I think I found myself, uh, or at least I was telling myself that I was a good Christian, I was doing everything right and uh, going along. And I remember, I don't have the exact time of life, but I remember being... Uh, reminded of uh, the passages in uh, Matthew 5 uh, after the Sermon on the Mount where Jesus is telling people that uh, it says, do not murder. But if you're angry at your brother, um, you will be there'll be judgment. Uh, it says, uh, do not commit adultery. But if you look at a woman with the lustful intent, then you have already committed adultery. So that came to my mind. And it was like um, the Holy Spirit reminded me of that. 
and was kind of teaching me that that this uh, our faith is more than just uh, uh, keeping uh, not doing a sinful action. Okay, our our it is so much deeper that uh, it our motives and our attitudes and our intentions really matter. Uh, so that was one of those moments where I, maybe I, that I feel like I was called to new obedience. I felt like I was obedient in my actions, but I clearly was not obedient in my thoughts or my motives or my attitudes. Uh, so that was something that I had to be obedient with. So that it is something that I stayed in me from that moment where um, I am constantly reminded that my attitude uh, towards people matter, my motive towards people matter, that uh, just like I want my actions to be um, holy and righteous, I want my thoughts and my attitudes, my motives, my intentions towards people uh, to be righteous as well. So there are a couple of examples uh, from my life. I was speaking with my wife and I was discussing the message and she said that one of the ways that this works out in her life is uh, when she's praying, she'll be reminded of a scripture by the Holy Spirit. And so it kind of leads her in how to pray for that person when she's reminded of a particular piece of scripture. Or sometimes when she's just thinking about somebody, uh, she'll be reminded of a particular verse or scripture for that person. And that, uh, I mean, she normally shares that with somebody and that normally ends up being very encouraging for that person. Uh, so there's a couple different ways that um, the Holy Spirit reminds her and teaches her and works in her life. So this is not an exhaustive list, uh, but it is just different ways in which we are reminded. And I mean, they said just different responses we can have when the Holy Spirit chooses to remind us of something. Uh, so many times it could just be connections you make when you're reminded of a passage of scripture. Um, it could be just something to encourage you. And maybe you will be reminded of something that might prevent you from stumbling just uh, in the near future or something to keep on your forefront because something is coming your way. So the responses are probably of many, um, but the fa fact is that when we are reminded, we are called to respond. Uh, so it, uh, when we're reminded, it's not just a fleeting O, but uh, we want to dwell on that and ask the Spirit to illuminate what that passage of Scripture might mean to us and at that place and why He has chosen to illuminate it for us or why He has chosen to remind us of it. Okay. Uh, so the next one passage we're going to focus on is Luke 12, 12. Uh, so Luke 12, 12 says, When you are brought before synagogues, rulers, and authorities. Do not worry about how you will defend yourselves or what you will say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what you should say. Again, I think in the context of um, the apostles and disciples going out, uh, Jesus is envisioning uh, situations where they will be brought before people of authority, uh, synagogues or rulers, and he tells them, don't be afraid. Now, do not focus on defending yourself, but focus on the fact that the Holy Spirit will teach you what to say in that moment. Um, so, is this just for synagogues and rulers and authorities? Uh, you know, Jesus has given a varied list to talk about the various situations they might find themselves in. Uh, being questioned in a synagogue or being on trial in a synagogue is probably very different from being questioned by a ruler or some kind of governmental authority. Uh, so 
just just to give us uh, the idea that there are varied situations in which uh, this might happen, where people might expect you to defend yourself. And uh, is it just for? And also, if Jesus is asking them to lean and depend on the Holy Spirit in these very strenuous uh, circumstances, I I tell myself that being in a synagogue or in front of a ruler uh, goes into the one of the most strenuous um, moments in your life uh, in terms of having to defend yourself or defend the faith. So if you are to lean on him in those most difficult situations where it is difficult to lean on the Holy Spirit because you kind of want to depend on yourself, how much more in a less difficult circumstance in our day-to-day life can we lean on the Holy Spirit to teach us what to say to people? Uh, so the way I look at this is, um, this is kind of like uh, the Holy Spirit teaching us uh, on our mission or in missions. Uh, missions isn't necessarily just for people going to a different country to spread the gospel. Uh, we as people who follow Christ are on missions every day. Uh, the moment you leave your home, uh, you are on missions. Uh, everywhere you go, uh, Christ who lives in you is present. He goes with you. Uh, so every time you speak with a person who is not a follower of Christ uh, is a moment that the Holy Spirit could speak to you uh, or speak the words, teach you the words to say at that moment so that that person can be pointed towards Jesus. Because the role of the Holy Spirit is to point us to Christ, right? It is always pointing us to Christ. So how? So that could be moment, situations where... Um, he teaches you what to say so that whoever you're speaking with um, will be directed towards Jesus. Um, there might be other situations. Uh, some of you listening, or maybe many of you listening, are maybe um, recent followers of Jesus. Uh, some of you might be followers of Jesus, uh, or maybe the only follower of Jesus in your household or in your family. Um, you might find yourselves in situations where you are constantly being questioned or const- constantly having to defend yourself for this decision that you took that was different from the people around you. Uh, so uh, this sh- should um, hopefully provide some comfort to you that the focus when you are questioned is uh, not to defend yourself, even though it's very difficult to do that, right? We as humans always want to justify ourselves so we try to defend ourselves. But the focus here is not to defend yourself, but Allow the Holy Spirit to teach you uh, what to speak in those moments. So even those people that maybe are giving you a difficult time for your decision or questioning you about this decision to follow Christ, hopefully those might be moments that are turned around where the Holy Spirit gives teaches you what to say and they are directed to Jesus as well. So that is another way in which the Holy Spirit teaches us. Uh, he teaches us... Um, what to say in those situations uh, that uh, we need them, that uh, we are on mission or speaking to people that um, may not be followers of Christ. Uh, and third passage of scripture that we're going to look at today is it's 1 John chapter 2, verses 26 and 27. So I'm writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. As for you, the anointing you received from him remains in you. And you do not need anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit, just 
as it has taught you, remain in him. So this is the Apostle John is writing a letter to a church. And here at one point in the letter, in verse 27, he says, you do not need anyone to teach you, uh, but uh, the anointing. Um, so the anointing is synonymous with the Holy Spirit. So it almost seems that he is saying that you don't need anyone to teach you, uh, except you only need the Holy Spirit. Uh, but is he really saying that? No, not really, because he is writing to teach this church about something that's happening. So he himself is teaching in this letter. So I don't, so if you were to truly believe that you don't need anyone to teach you, just the Holy Spirit, he would not have written a letter. Uh, so what does he mean? There's a very specific context in which he was writing, he's right, that he is writing. Um, verse 26 talks about that. Um, I'm writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. So there are people within the church in this setting that uh, don't believe that Jesus came in the flesh. Uh, so John, the Apostle John is writing in regards to that. So in regards to this, um, so there is this false uh, erroneous teaching going around. So in the context of this erroneous teaching, the Apostle John is telling the, con telling the congregation, it, this is not something that you have to hear from me to say that this is wrong. I don't have to teach you that this is not right. Uh, the Holy Spirit that lives in you bears witness that this is wrong. Um, so in moments of uh, moments when we hear a teaching that is uh, that has error in it, uh, the we have an internal witness, the Holy Spirit, that can remind us, uh, that bears witness to us that what we're hearing uh, might be wrong. Um, I mean, there are so many half-truths out there. Um, there are people with agendas, there are people wanting to push their narratives, um, but uh, we can rest assured that uh, when we are listening uh, to teaching that uh, we have an internal witness, uh, the Holy Spirit within us, uh, that can witness to us if uh, what we're hearing seems to be right or wrong. Um, so that is one way in which um, the Holy Spirit can uh, teach us and speak to us. So we kind of have gone through three different passages of Scripture, but all with this common theme that the Holy Spirit is our teacher, that we are to be taught by the Holy Spirit. So we um, touched on that the Holy Spirit will remind will remind us of Scripture and will teach us all things. So He will remind us of Scripture and He will illuminate that Scripture for us. Uh, so what on what it means to us in our current uh, uh, setting in our current uh, journey. So and so you and so also keeping in mind that when we are reminded, we are to respond. And in order to be reminded, it is crucial that we are in Scripture. Uh, so we have a responsibility to know Scripture so we can be reminded. And then uh, the second passage, uh, passage of Scripture that we touched on uh, talked about that the Holy Spirit will teach us things to say. So we might find ourselves in situations where either it is a moment where we are on the spot and uh, people are questioning us, and that uh, we put aside our desire to defend ourselves and allow the Holy Spirit to teach us uh, what to say in those moments. Uh, or it might just be moments where, like all of us, we are on missions every day. When we go out, we meet people, we speak to people that do not follow Jesus. So 
at that point the Holy Spirit might teach us what to say so that that person can be pointed to Christ. And then third, we looked at uh, how the Holy Spirit is our internal witness when we hear teaching. Uh, so when uh, we hear teaching uh, that might be uh, filled with error, he bears witness to us from the inside that, hey, maybe this is not, this just doesn't sound right. So um, just as we look forward uh, to this year, we're the start of the year, uh, let's focus on the Holy Spirit as our teacher and let's focus on him as the one that will remind us of scripture, as the one that will give us words to say when we need it, and as the one that will uh, witness to us if we hear anything uh, that is not right. Wow. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. To hear more messages like this, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you like what you are hearing, consider rating us, subscribing, and even sharing it with friends. That would really help us. For more content from We Are Zion and to connect with us, go to wearezion.in. Remember, whoever finds Jesus finds life.